Good morning to the Just Talk Show. I hope you're having a great and wonderful, wonderful day. Um, this is more of a line to give an encouraging word for you today. Um, I'm not gonna not going into the Bible today or anything, but I do want to um, go into what a scripture that I had in mind is in. Matthew chapter 3, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 3, verse 8 this morning. Matthew chapter 3 this morning. If you're turning your Bibles to Matthew chapter 3 this morning. And uh, let's just go from there. Matthew chapter 3, verse 8. Verse 8, it says... Um, this is John the Baptist preparing the way for Jesus. And I'm kind of starting the beginning of the of the uh, the verse here, the uh, the chapter. In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near." This is he who was spoken of through the prophet of Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, may straight pass for him. John clothes were made of camel's hair. He had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild hunting. People went out to, to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and who would reign who region of the whole of the Jordan, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees had to come to where he was baptized, he said, Then you brought vipers who warned you to flee from the coming wrath. He said, Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. And I tell you that of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize with water for the repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals has not worthy to carry. He will baptize with you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His, his winning fork is his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquestionable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan to be baptized by John, but John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you and do not come. And Jesus replied, Let it be so. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness in John S. and Senate. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and enlightened him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love with him. I am well pleased. As soon as the Holy Spirit Oh man, I'm just getting all fired up right now. When when I got baptized, when I got baptized, there was an opening of a door of opportunities for me. There was a door of opportunities for me. Remember when you got saved, 
that was the testimony of a change. But when I got baptized, that was the door of opportunities for me. When I got a door of opportunities, are you going to stop and not go in? Or are you just going to stop and just look at it and stand still and wait on it? Sometimes you got to step into what I call a door. And sometimes you got to walk in it. And sometimes you got to tell Jesus what everything you can do right now for Jesus, for you in your life. What Jesus can do for you is something that you can do for the most of you. Let me tell you, when Jesus wants to do something for you, don't hold back. Go into the flame. Go into the oil that the oil is so God can put some blessings on your life because you're walking in favor, you're talking in favor, but you got to go and walking and talking at the same time. That means you got to start Doing something that God wants you to do. Maybe there's somebody that never heard your testimony. How a life was changed completely throughout your life. No matter what people are talking about you. Bad about you. Bad mouthing you and all this stuff. But I got something to tell you. When the life change that was in me. It was all about a connection. When I was entering. when I Even though that people say that people don't lie. Christians don't lie. Wrong. I think half of the point of everybody will have a lying spell, a devil that's prowling against you, uh, an angel that is for you. But you got the Satan himself has demons that's rallying together and trying to pull you on some things. You got angels trying to, to protect you and tell you, hey, and they patting on your shoulder. That's what people believe, but it don't go that way. It don't go that way. I don't never see a demon walking in front of me until the demon looks at me with the eyes, with eye contact. Did you know that every demon has an eye contact? Every person has an eye contact. But if they look down and they don't even, that means something is wrong with that person. Whenever somebody's looking down and they're depressed, they got anxiety attack. They look down. They don't look up. They look down. And I think what's this is this is what I believe. What the focus point of lies, what the point of everything in life is you. You got to break whatever needs to be breaking. You got to shape what needs to be shaping. And you got to shake whatever needs to be shaken. Sometimes there's an earthquake that's quaking in your life. And there's an earthquake that's shaking in your life that boundaries. And sometimes you need to shake that off right now in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you need to realize the focus point of what you can do in your future. And what God can change in your future of opportunities that's leading you right now. You know, don't get me wrong on this. But every day, a voice, the voice of God, the voice of the Holy Spirit, the voice speaks to me as a son. Let me tell you something. I didn't brought you in the world just to sit there. I, come, I want you to go out there. There's people today that's out there right now that need somebody to love. That needs somebody to put their arms around us and pick them up and lift them up and tell them that everything in life can be 
in your favor if you walk in and talk into it. Oh, good night, I'm out. Oh, good night, I'm out. I'm already got the Holy Ghost on me right now. The Holy Spirit put some nuggets right into me in this message here. But the key verses produce fruit in keeping with repentance. You cannot produce something if there's an opportunity right there in front of you. You're not even walking in it. You're not even talking in it. You're not even saying, you, you're not even lifting you up and saying, it. oh, I don't know if it's going. You say, I don't know. Well, how do you don't, how do you don't know if you don't walk into God's favor and talk into God's favor and to do something in God's favor? If you don't walk in and talk in God's favor, how do you realize that God is going to bless you and, and restore you and refresh you and everything in life if you don't walk in and talk in? I speak to the victory. So, Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. That means what fruit you have can produce if you ask God to forgive you. God looks beyond our works, words and religious to see if our conduct backs up what we say. And he judges our words by the actions that comes in. Do your actions match your words? I call it a change of behavior. John was talking about it. Then if you go to 3 and 9, and do not think you can say to yourself, we have Abraham is our father. I'll tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown in the lake of fire. Just as a fruit tree is expected to bear fruit, God's people should produce a crop of good deeds. And God has no use for people who call themselves Christians but do nothing about it. Like many people in John's days who were God's people in name only, we are of no value if we are Christians in name only. If others can't see our faith in the way we treat them, we may not be God's people at all. Oh, good God Almighty. What I'm saying is we, we look at Christians like they are not, they sin. And then you judge them by their sin. But if you don't remember in the Bible that you forgive no matter what, 70 times 7. 70 times 7. You forgive them no matter what conditional. Are you, are you for Jesus or are you for yourself? Think about it. Think about that question I'm going to ask you today. Is, are you, do you want to forgive people or do you want to judge people? Or do you think it's, Jesus don't want us to not to forgive. He wants us to forgive because he forgive your sins. On the day that I, I got saved, the day that I got baptized. The day that I was under attack. The devil was attacking me. Sometimes I lie. Sometimes there, there was days that it was all 
of a state of confusion. But then I realized that sometimes in your life you got to lie on things just to get out of a situation, to get out of a problem, to get out and break that change of barriers in your life. Even though I make a mistake, I still ask God to forgive me of what I did. I look back on a lot of people that's, uh, that's, that does a lot of things that I do. And they downgrade you. They judge you. They mock you. They gossip. They turn their back on you. And the reason why is because you got a lot of people that can't handle what you can handle. They're jealous because you got something good that's going your way. And every time when something good is going away, they want to attack you for it because you know why? It's because they got the devil on their shoulder. They got the devil on their mind. They got the devil on their back. And sometimes it's just it's a mind game that they're playing with you. And sometimes they use a front. They use something in the front of them. Some people use their children up front. Sometimes they use a, they, they, they're, they're a scapegoat. They try to escape what they're trying to escape. They, they go in front. They're acting like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship, but they jump and they're so confused. And when they're confused and they're not in a good relationship, they get tired of somebody and they throw you to the curb. And then they downgrade you, they gossip about you and put lies into somebody else's place. They write notes to somebody. They tell a bunch of mess that don't even make no sense. Let me tell you, I'm going to make some sense to you today. Don't listen to people if they don't want you. Oh, good God. If they don't want to listen to you, they don't want to learn from you, then you're wasting the valuable time from a man of God or a woman of God or a person that wants to try to help you. If you don't want me, then just tell me. If you don't want me to message you every single day, just tell me. But don't go behind my back and talk some dirty junk that don't make no sense. It's a bunch of a pack of lies. Let me tell you, if you want to talk dirty and you want to talk nasty and you want to talk gossip, let me tell you, I will put the flame out. I will put it out in the name of Jesus. I say amen. Let me tell you, I am a man of God. You are a man of God or a woman of God. So whatever you do in life, tell yourself, I am greater than anybody else. I am greater than anybody else. I am greater. I am greater. I am greater. Now I want you to say, I am greater than anybody else. When I say anybody, that means you're walking in God's favor. You're talking in God's favor. You're elevating yourself that you want to be greater of your expectations. You want to elevate yourself. You want to motivate yourself. You want the energy that I have. So get up out of your seat. Start shouting and praising God. Start dancing and tell how God is good for you today. Let me tell you, ain't nothing like the Holy Ghost. It ain't nothing what it ain't nothing like the Holy Ghost that's inside of me. It ain't nothing like Jesus on in the inside. It ain't nothing like a cure from a disease. It ain't nothing like Jesus that came inside of me today. But what he said when he baptized Jesus. 
There was doors that was open in heaven. He descended, his Holy Spirit descended like a dove. And he was the Son of God, of his Son, of what he was well pleased of. Obedience. You walk in obedience, you honor God. But when you don't walk in obedience, you dishonor God. When there's a calling on your life, there's a calling for your future. I'm going to say that again. When there's a calling on your life, there's a calling for your future. I'm making some decisions this year. There's bad decisions and there's good decisions, but I'm making this as a good decision that I ever had in my life. Is I'm going to my dad's church, and I'm gonna I'm gonna build the way it needs to be built. Get back to my family. Get back into reality. Get back to where I need to be. Get back what I need to do, and do what I need to do for the calling of my future. There's a calling for your future. There's a calling for your future. I don't know what it is. It's between you and God. Y'all be blessed. And remember, Jesus loves you.